right, welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. My name is Scott McKenzie, and this podcast is uniquely positioned. And what I mean by that, we bring the medical industry, the medical professionals to you, and we talk about better pain management. We talk about rehab after surgery. We talk about improved mobility. And we talk about preventative care. And you know what else? We talk about so much more on this particular podcast. Now, thank you for joining this podcast. So let's get on with the interview. All right. Welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. And we have in this hot seat, the hot seat, the core of physical therapy hot seat, uh, a, a, a person, a professional, uh, a, an absolute incredible. You're looking at I, I get I get her bio, right? I'm looking at her bio, and uh, her bio is better than my bio by by a long shot. Her name is Terry Johnson, and she's with Badcock. How are you doing, Terry? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm well, and and uh, for the listeners out there, we've been having some uh, interesting technical challenges, but uh, we persevered because this story needs to be told, and, and Terry's just an absolute delight. All right. For the listeners out there, oh, before I get going, I, I forget this. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concern, remember, go out to corephysicaltherapy.com. That's corephysicaltherapy.com. And that's that should be your first click. That should be your first starting place. If you have any questions, comments, or concern, uh, the corephysicaltherapy.com location is absolutely rich with answers. And then you can find people that, uh, if it doesn't have it, you can find people. So corephysicaltherapy.com. All right. Terry, give us a little background on who Terry is. Well, I my I initially started my nursing career in cardiovascular and thoracic services a number of years ago, and then decided to move into something else, which was occupational health. At that time, the field was pretty new, um, and there was not a lot that was going on with occupational health, but over the years, it's grown into an amazing career field um, and has really been beneficial for me and I hope as well for the WS Babcock Corporation. Okay, so just, just for clarity, uh, can you define occupational health, what that role entails? Well, occupational health nursing is associated with making sure that employees are healthy at work. We want to make sure that our employees are happy, that we have a good work-life balance, um, and we take care of injured employees, see to, they, see to it that they are cared for properly, return back to their normal work status, uh, and provide ancillary services for employees, consultations for uh, physicians or perhaps other services in the community. And so the, the, you, you've been with uh, Badcock how many years? 25 years as their nurse. Yeah, that, that shut the front door. <laughs> God, that's amazing. Okay. Uh, also, wh what is Badcock? Badcock Corporation is at Home Furnishing Centers. We have a number of them, over 300 retail stores across the southeastern United States. The company was established in 1904, wow. and uh, we have a wonderful slogan that says, Badcock will treat you right, and I do believe that, and I think we have some amazing loyal customers out there as well as amazing long-term loyal employees for this corporation. Well, you being one of them, man, uh, 25 years, kudos. I mean, that's... Thank you. Especially today, you know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of movement out there. Yes. So let's let's talk about that. So you got 25 years. You're 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 in this. Uh, 
And, and you've seen it. You've, you've been from the beginning and you've just, you've grown, you've evolved in this particular position. Uh, what are some of those uh, causes of workplace stress? If, if, if you could sort of help us look at that. Well, obviously, first, we have to define mental health, which is a mental health is a state of well-being. It, it's recognizing one's own abilities to cope with normal stressors, uh, working productively and fruitfully and able to contribute to the community. It makes you have a sense of well-being, optimism, it's the ability to master concepts and daily resilience, deal with adversity, um, and, you know, to make you able to come back tomorrow and say, hey, tomorrow will be a great day. And then maintain meaningful relationships during your employment. So what, why is this important? Why, what does the stats say? Why is mental health, why is uh, the, the ability to deal with the stress important for not just the individual? Of course it is but also uh, the business at hand. What, 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 what do the stats show? Well, statistically, one out of five Americans face mental health issues. Uh, one million people are absent from work every day related to a mental health issue. Say that again. Say that again. How many? One, one million people are absent from work daily due to mental health issues. Oh, my goodness. Million. The cost is the cost is a uh, hundred billion annually to employers. Depression is the leading cause of disability, and between it's it happens between the ages of fifteen and forty four. So you're looking at a time frame in a person's life when they are graduating high school, perhaps going on to college, meeting that person that they're wanting to spend the rest of their life with, and uh, develop their career and progress through that career, and all of a sudden they're affected by mental health issues. Also, to let you know that suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States, with 123 people daily taking their own lives. 133 daily? 123, yes. Oh, my God. But that's all a part of also the, the that that depression too. I, I can't speak for that, but I mean, there's, there's, there is a correlation there. And if that's the case, how do you, how do you, how do you identify if you, if you're, you're constantly looking out at, and, and especially with Badcock, if you've got 30 plus, you know, locations, how do you manage and how do you look at that? And how do you have the best, uh, you know, position at, to, to see this? What, what do you do? Well, we actually have over 300 locations. Oh, sorry about that. And uh, <laughs> you know, some, some things that we see in the workplace is extreme job demand. A person that has maybe feels they have a low control over their job. They feel they have a lack of support, perhaps, from their supervisors or their company. People that have financial problems or feeling trapped in a job role. Uh, if they have workplace bullying, uh, underlying emotional, obviously, and mental health issues, addictions to alcohol and drugs, sometimes shift work can even change a person's personality. And of course, workers' compensation injuries affect employees as well. So that's fine. But how do you, uh, how do you, how do you manage that? How do you, I mean, it's all good, but how do you uh, bring it down to the real level and say, yeah, uh, Scott has an issue. And, and, then, and then from that, identifying that Scott has an issue, what's the process by which you should be, then proceed forward? 
many times employees will call me or come by my office and talk about their issues. Um, also, sometimes supervisors who are in tune with their employees will call or suggest that their employees contact my office. Um, here at Badcock, we have an employee assistance program or EAP program that is paid for by the corporation. And the employees are allowed to access that. They have three free visits at no cost. Now, the employee assistance program, it encompasses an array of different topics. It could help someone with finances, marital issues, problems with your children, your job. It can even help you understand and, and give you some direction on how to adopt a child. There are hundreds of topics that our EAP program can bring to you or to our employees to help them maintain that good work-life balance. So uh, the internal marketing is saying, hey, Terry has an open door policy. If yes. you're struggling with whatever X, Y, Z, here's her number and give her a call. Absolutely. The same, and the same exists for uh, not just employees, but for uh, supervisors who have frontline responsibility and have greater vision of what's taking place. They can too say, hey, Terry, um, Scott, I'll just use me. Scott is, is, appears to be struggling. I've heard some stories. Uh, then what do you do, uh, Terry? How do, how do you start to intervene? Is it the supervisor's responsibility saying, hey, we've got an employee assistance program? How do you, how do you, how do, you do that? Because this is, this is tender stuff, right? And, and not everybody's going to want to say, yeah, I'm struggling with money. I'm struggling with whatever to be that, that vulnerable. What do you do? Well, fortunately, Badcock Corporation, we have a culture of being a team and actually being a Badcock family. So it's easy for me to approach an employee and ask them to come and talk with me, um, ask them how they're doing, if they're having any issues. And most of the time, the employees will disclose to me their concerns. Obviously, what takes place in my office is confidential, and they understand that. Um, and so it, it gives me an open door to be able to guide them to the right direction, um, to, the, to the facilities that they need, uh, whatever that circumstance is. <clears throat> so what's interesting, and, and if I was, uh, if I put my Terry hat on, uh, I'm, I'm very empathetic, right? And if people came to me, and, and, and given the fact that you have 300 locations, so you have many employees with a myriad of um, stressors how do you terry manage that meaning you're the person that they come to you i've got a problem how do you manage that well for myself on a personal level it for me it's helping someone else which right. is my goal and so i do my best to make sure that this this particular employee is taken care of in whatever manner is necessary to make sure they're back to normal and they're back on their feet. And that's a gratification thing for me. So when you, when you deploy help and assistance, do you, Terry, track the progress of that individual? Yes. And then yes. after that individual uh, receives treatment and or uh, graduates or uh, whatever the, the milestone is, do you then follow up? post also as a as a way of making sure that everything's still trending in the right direction 
Well, obviously, we have over a thousand employees within our corporation, and I try to uh, follow up with all employees that need anything uh, or have had a process take place through my office. Um, so, yes, I, I, I think so. Um, yeah, and, I- and obviously, too, if employees are struggling, they I've been here for such a long time that they know that they have um, open and ample opportunity to contact my office. Yeah, I would imagine that that, that's vital. You know, it's not here. Here you go. Here's a go over here and you'll, you know, you'll feel better or whatever it might be. There, there is given the fact that Badcock has this team family type of uh, culture uh, that support has to be a part of it. And I would imagine a, a, a sort of a happy employee also translates into happy customers. Am I right about that? Absolutely, because we are all customer service driven here at Badcock. Even my department or the human resource department, whoever visits our departments, they are our customer. And so we have that mindset from internally all the way through to externally where our customers come into our retail stores. Yeah, and I would imagine that translates into the bottom line. If I if I look at it from a business perspective, that makes sense. I I I know that for me personally, I would love to go into stores and and feel happy. I don't want to go there and feel stress. That's just not what you want. Right. So, with that said, what what are the recommendations and what are the uh, what are some of the directions that can take to create? Because a lot of times companies. There's no work-life balance, right? Work tends to, you know, I, I would imagine that uh, Badcock has a lot of uh, demands at holidays. Like let's say it's like, you know, there, it's a uh, push. How do, you, how do you create that work-life balance within Badcock? Well, again, you know, uh, I think that we all understand. And, and our EAP program is broadly publicized um, by our human resource department. But we look for signs of workplace stress in employees. So, <clears throat> excuse me, for, for example, a person may be outgoing and then for some reason they begin to have withdrawal or passive behavior. Uh, their performance may decrease. Uh, procrastination or expressions of frustration in their job. They can be persistently sad or anxious. They may be having sleep problems, uh, restless or irritability, difficulty concentrating or even making decisions because they are preoccupied with the other issues that are going on in their personal life. Um, They may express guilt. They feel bad that uh, oh, my supervisor wanted me to do this, but I, I couldn't get to it today. And, and uh, they may begin to feel hopeless, like I can never conquer this job. I can never do enough. And some patients will talk of suicide uh, or they turn to drugs and alcohol. Yeah, I, 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 it's a dynamic environment, right? Yes. And, and you just can't say all issues are the same. It's, it's a, it's a customized interaction with the individual to solve and, and uh, get them back on the right track, whatever that might be, whatever that is defined and, and be able to do that. Do, does, does Badcock, do you uh, ever take sort of some internal polling of just how people are feeling, how people are perceiving the company or, 
where we're going or whatever it might be? Do you have any polling type of information that you do internally? We actually do. Our human resource department sends out a satisfaction um, questionnaire to all of our employees on an annual basis um, to find out what they are focusing on, whether it's, you know, a career path or education or whatever they feel would help would help improve our company. Our management team is extremely open to new ideas and to our employees. Everyone has an open door policy here at Badcock. That is a good thing. You, you, you know, I, I can appreciate a couple of things that I want to make sure that the listeners uh, walk away from. I like that employee assistance program. And it is sort of a, 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 a bucket set aside with solutions or whatever it might be available. And, and the, other, the other item I like about what's taking place with you and Badcock is the fact that you got that open door policy, right? And, and, and that's, that's another real important. You're, you're removing uh, the friction, the resistance of receiving uh, treatment, whatever, a solution in, in your, your day-to-day life. And, and that's a good thing too, right? And then yes. I like the fact that there's this uh, follow-up, this culture, this family team culture that exists at Badcock and um, being able to make sure that that support continues on, right? I well, like cul- that. Culture is extremely important in yeah. any business. Um, you know, culture is the value or the belief system underlying assumptions or attitudes, <coughs> excuse me, and behaviors that are shared by groups of people. Hey, she's pulling up her... Uh... No, Florida. The, what, 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 those are the, the what, what Florida comp, uh, University is that? What's University of South Florida? South Florida. I forgot because I, I always remember that the, the the bull the the the, <coughs> the bull. Anyway, she she just pulled. <coughs> Excuse me. It's all good. But your culture is created by the language you speak, um, decision making processes that we use, symbols. Stories, you know, stories, legends. I mean, I could tell you a number of stories about the actual Badcock family and the founder and and the things that they've done, the benevolent things that they've done throughout the years for the community. If people knew, it's just really amazing. Um, Daily work practices. And then, you know, Culture is a learned behavior, and it's learned through interaction with other people. Yeah. And so when we have those goals and that mindset, it tends to leach to the next person who comes in, a new employee who finds that, hey, this is really a great company, and you guys are pretty awesome. And certainly I think it's pretty awesome, or I wouldn't be here. <clears throat> and, and, and that's that's. Yeah, and, and culture is a really interesting uh, subject. It it does uh, cover a lot of ground. However, uh, one of the consistent things about culture is that you've got to be consistent, right? You can't yeah. you can't vacillate and be inconsistent over here and be a jerk here and nice over here. It, you know, it 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 tends to degrade a positive uh, culture within the organization. So I, I can appreciate it. And I like that consistency. One last question, Terry, and, and I, it, and it's just sort of touch upon it. Uh, and it's hard not to, uh, uh, you know, address it from a business perspective. 
Uh, what did Badcock do in in light of COVID? The stress that brings pe- that brought people. How did you how did you and your organization and Badcock deal with the realities of that in your organization? Excuse me. So sorry. Yeah, that's okay. It's it's just a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all real here. Did you go to South Florida? I did for a while, yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, well, I can tell you that uh, you know, obviously, COVID has upset the entire nation. Yeah, the world it's upset the entire workforce. Uh, most businesses are in need of employees, um, but I think the thing that will help the most, and I think what has helped Badcock the most, is that we developed our plan early. We followed the CDC standards. Um, we have we have a, a setup plan for our employees, a process, so to speak, that employees know this is the Badcock process of handling this issue. And I think it gives employees more security to know that their company is truly looking out for their welfare, that their company has a plan, and that we're going to see to it that our employees are taken care of in the proper manner. And, um, you know, I think that I think that really helps. Now, obviously, this is an extremely controversial issue, and I'm sure there will be litigation associated with this for some time to come. Um, but at this point, uh, we are our concern is our employees and making sure that they're healthy and safe, um, making sure that they're able to return back to their jobs once they've recovered from COVID, and um, making sure that the employees that are here that do not have COVID or have not contracted COVID are also safe. Very good. Now, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up. Unfortunately, I love the conversation. I love what's taking place with you and your organization and Badcock and, and how um, it's important to really care for your, your, your most valuable assets. And those are the employees out there in the field. Now, uh, she didn't mention this in her uh, bio, but I want to make sure that everybody understands you're a recording artist. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you, you, you're a photographer. Yes. You've got two grown kids. Two grandkids. I do. And a four pound Yorkie named Crumpet. So that's. Yeah, well, that's okay. (laughs) What the heck? It's only four pounds. What the heck, man? You can spoil the heck out of them. How do people get a hold of you there, Terry? You can reach me at Terry, and that's T E R R I dot Johnson at badcock.com. You can also reach me at employee health at badcock.com or you can reach me by phone by calling our switchboard at 863-425-4921 love the conversation look again uh, clearly we can get a hold of uh, terry because she she was very efficient at providing all avenues of getting a hold of her you are absolutely wonderful terry thank you very much for thank being in, in your corner with core physical thank therapy All right, listeners, we're going to have all that. Please reach out to Terry. She is an absolute delight and big time mad skills in in what she's uh, been talking about on this particular podcast. Thank you very much. Remember, go out to corephysicaltherapy.com. If you you have any questions, comments, or concerns, that is your first place to start, corephysicaltherapy.com. 
You will not be disappointed. Again, Terry, thank you very much. Thank you, and thank Cora. Ah, there you go.